This week on the Time Blaster Toy Cast, a toy has been murdered and it's up to us to figure out who done it. Today's pod is in Game Master Dave's hands and he intends to take us on a spooktacular murder mystery. So strap in for a wild ride full of twists, turns, and tomfoolery, and it starts right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the Time Blast. Time Blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the Time Blast. Time Blast. Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official ToyCast YouTube channel at Time Blaster ToyCast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. The following podcast is scheduled for mystery with a 60-minute time limit. Death is in the air this week, so grab the loved one and crack open a cold one together and cherish the time because you never know when murder could be right around the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Time Blast Toy Cast Who Done It? Murder Mystery Monstrosity. And now for your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. Today, we see if their sleuthing skills will give these gumshoes glory. They are the reigning, defending Toy Cast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe. At Time Blaster Toys Keith, they're known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, boys, murder is around the corner. Murder is in the air. That's the most ominous opening to a pod we've ever done. Yeah. I know. I'm feeling like, I, feeling like all those other true crime podcasts out there, <laughs> the, the top of the genre, if you will. They are. This is our attempt to crack into <laughs> the this, true crime space. This is our version of it where, you, where when you're a child and you play with toys, you use your imagination. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here today, mm-hmm. folks. Using our imagination, we've got a clue-inspired, murder mystery, true crime-inspired, only murders in the building-inspired, just anything of that genre, and we've put together a murder mystery board game in the vein of Clue um, with some characters and some fun and a little backstory. Right, and by we, we mean Dave. Dave. Let's talk about this board. Pretty much all of this. We we came up, we helped come up with a little bit of the idea, but Dave took the ball and he ran with it and... Yeah, we're sitting in front of a literal board. It's a board game. It, it is, is a Time Blaster Toycast board game. We will take photos. We will show you guys what it's all about. But, you know, Dave wants to be the game master, right? Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And this is Clue. So Dave comes in wearing this nice-looking tuxedo, right? Uh, yeah. You know, a la, you know, like a butler. So I'm thinking, yeah, he's like a Clue butler. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's like Alfred, you know, Batman's Alfred. But then Dave grabs a microphone. Oh, puts no. it in his hand and he starts shrugging over here. He's clearly mean Gene <laughs> Okerlund LJN figure. Oh, Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket TBT BBT for short champion. Yeah. Mean Gene Okerlund Dave has dressed up as here to be the game master for and this podcast. It makes sense. <laughs> it's the most fitting costume I could ever come up with. One of my uh, one of my my inspirations in the wrestling business. So yeah, I had to, I had to don the Mean Gene. And why not? Right. right it makes perfect. It's good yeah. thinking. Dave. Had lots of microphones in my hand recently <laughs> which we can get into but uh but joe here mm-hmm. 
I, I, this one spoke to my heart. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, Joe. Yeah. So I knew I that I, going I think in. I know where this is going. I knew that. One way. of my favorite movies of all time. Not many. Not on many people's lists, but it's on my list. Joe coming in here with sideburns looking <laughs> premiere. <laughs> yep. He's got on just this impressive jumpsuit. He's got like a toy Tommy gun that he brought with him just, just for the aesthetics. Showed up in a f- classic bright red car. Oh, my God. He is Kevin Costner. Of course he is. Is Elvis from 3,000 Miles of Graceland. I know. You I know. thought I thought Joe was coming in as a time lasher to a cast bodacious bracket tournament <laughs> champion, the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, yeah. See, Until he opened that guitar case and there was a gun inside. <laughs> but don't worry. It has an orange tip. <laughs> We're That's all right. we're safe. That's right. Yes, of course. So keeping the Costner streak alive here. This Costner streak is going to the end of time. You're going all in. Yeah, I'm all in. That's wild. But I mean, what is more fitting, Keith, for a murder mystery mm-hmm. than trying to solve the crime, right? Sure. And you know, going with the unsolved mystery theme, <laughs> he walks in here with a beautiful quaff to that hair. Wow. His brown is. trench coat. He yes. is the host of Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries, Robert Stack. <laughs> in all his glory. It was uh yeah. The trench coat when he came around the, the corner with that thing on him. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And then he did mm-hmm. the voice. The Ooh. voice is, is impeccable. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll try my best, guys. Ready? So, yeah. in Westland, Michigan, a toy has died, and we are unsure of who solved, or excuse me, who committed the crime. It is up to us to determine who the murderer was. That's, that's it. Was that it? That's I, tried, it. I tried my best. If we put that little unsolved mysteries theme behind it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Woo! Please, please, please do that. But, yeah, I mean, I spent a good 30 minutes on my hair. Yeah, And all oh, the amount of shopping I did to find the perfect trench coat. You know what I mean? I didn't want people to mistake me for Gambit from the X-Men. So it had to be the exact right color. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like trench coats 20 years ago, super easy to find in thrift stores. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You could go to any thrift store and find yourself a good trench coat. It's hard these days. It is. It is, yeah. You know, Very, very hard. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Especially this time of year. Everyone wants a trench coat. Everyone needs it for something, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like where we were yesterday, there could have been thrift store vibe. Uh, very much <laughs> yeah. to where we were yesterday. We were at the new Toledo Toy Show, and yeah, I could picture someone walking up with a trench coat and opening their sleeves, and inside would be hundreds of Hot Wheels <laughs> on each one. This toy show, guys, new Toledo Toy Show. Man, what are we thinking? Was it 70% die-cast cars? I'm thinking wild. They, yeah. they should rename that that yeah. toy show yeah. to maybe a collectible show we, or we something. Were, we were misled, for sure. Yeah. While there were toys, there, there were, were so many Diecast cars, model cars, uh, micro machines, cars, pictures of cars. <laughs> I was I was leading up to that. So at one point, me and Joe were doing our rounds, you know, filming content for a YouTube video that I'm not even sure you can make because there was so little uh, footage try. that could be filmed. And you know, it's like diecast cars, model cars. We get to this one table. This man on his table, Dave, has nothing but twenty, thirty binders full of photographs of actual cars. Mm-hmm. He was selling photographs of actual cars at a toy show. At a toy show. That was the show we were at. It was an interesting one, for sure. Yeah, well, you guys were doing that. I think I made all our sales for the day. <laughs> uh, you guys made your 20-minute lap around the event. Yeah, that was, uh, there was a handful of G.I. Joe dudes there, thankfully. Yes. Other vendors, cool guys, awesome guys. Uh, 
Yeah, thank God for them. It, it made the trip worthwhile. Sold a lot of G.I. Joes to those guys. But thank God you got that big G.I. Joe haul this week. The timing was right, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I should have brought Hot Wheels. Or maybe I should have photographed my car. Maybe. That. <laughs> From every angle. I mean, old Thomas J. Murphy, Elvis uh, Costner here, the car he showed up in might have might have been a big seller. If yeah, you would have been yeah. a big hit if you I mean, wore that costume there yesterday. Oh, all, all, a little meet and greet. All the elderly yeah. women, they would have formed a single file line to get your autograph. Those wheelchairs would have been lined up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we got to get to this game in a minute, guys, but we have some feedback that we need to get to. Uh, some responses on the Time Blaster toy line. Yeah. 734-494-2292. These uh, came via text, and then we got a couple Facebook comments that I wanted to hit on. Um, the first bit of uh, feedback we got was from a few weeks ago, the pod two weeks back where you were dressed up as your favorite golfer, Kevin Costner. Yes. Uh, Roy Tin Mr. Tin Hey, yeah. can I get it right? He got it. Uh, this is feedback from John on the toy line. He sent, he sent us a text, and I'm just going to read it out for you two men. It says, Tin Cup is, and then in caps, mm-hmm. not a better movie than Happy Gilmore. I disagree. I disagree as well. <laughs> I love Happy Gilmore. Me too. I'm a huge Boston Bruins fan too. And yeah. That's well and, represented. And he loves Bob Barker, too. And I love Bob Barker. Yeah. Love Happy Gilmore. Tin Cup's better movie. It is. Yeah, I wrote back that uh, Dave and Joe are tripping, because you guys are tripping <laughs> if you think that Tin Cup is You can't than compare Happy those two movies. They're too different. <laughs> the only thing they have in common is golf. Yeah. That sport. That's it. And the golf is better in Tin Cup. Yes. I mean, Happy Gilmore is a more fun a more entertaining movie. Yes. Tin Cup is just a better movie. It's a better made movie, yes. We're not here to talk Tin Cup. No, no, no. No, these guys will agree to disagree. And then we got a little <laughs> more feedback on the toy line last week uh, from Adam. He texted, listening to the latest pod and the thought of Dave laying down as sexy Ian for the entire recording had me dying. <laughs> Y'all should have been here to see it. <laughs> and it kind of coincides. There was feedback on Facebook from... Uh, from Ted, listener Ted, and he wrote, must have been uncomfortable for Dave to lounge that way the entire podcast recording. He did it. I was in my element. My, <laughs> my right arm is my good arm, so I was leaning on that yeah, arm the yeah. whole time. <laughs> I, man, that, that might be my new thing every couple every couple weeks. I was I was in my glory, guys. You have no idea how great that was. You think yeah. you can get through this whole game today in this shrugged position with your microphone off to the side, a la Mean Gene Okerlin? You're going to be mean, able to like, do it? I mean, he really has to throw I've his voice over I've got two mics, there. so it's, you know, I've got that. I know. It's really weird the way we're recording this. <laughs> Dave's holding both mics side to side. We're all just standing in a single file line, shoulder to shoulder. It's the only way we could do it. it. It's weird. Picture this guy. All right. Uh, are we ready to get to this murder mystery game, Master Dave? You think we're going to do it? I, uh, I, I think we can give it a whirl. Um, was there anything else we needed to talk about from the week, though? Any other big toy hauls or... Not Good really, things. man. I mean, I, I did mean, have I did have that giant toy haul that was uh, so much stuff, right? And I haven't even gone through all of it yet, but tons of GI Joes. I spent days on GI Joes this yeah. week, guys. I know I've always said I wasn't ready for a GI Joe podcast, but after this week, if you want to talk GI Joes from 1991 to 1994, I'm the dude for the job. I know every fluorescent colored GI Joe. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> The Eco Warriors, wow! Eco Warriors, well, who are these guys? Sign me up. Their their vehicle was called the uh, Sludge Septic Tank. The Septic, septic tank. tank. It's a GI Joe like old tank, like the Cobra Hiss tank, 
painted in fluorescent colors okay. oh, yeah, and they yeah. call it the septic tank That's and it sweet. has this tube and you squeeze it and it squirts water on the gi joes and these gi joes if they get wet change colors i remember these. That's, that's awesome. my kind of gi joes Sign these guys up. are sweet that's very sweet there's a zombie in the toy line there wild, is wild yeah. toy line i could talk equal warriors all day but we got to get to this mystery day i know i do want to talk about one more thing though okay that happened to me oh it's podcast related I'd love to hear it. So I've told this story on this podcast many a time, how my 19... Oh, God, how did series, I... Yes, I missed my this My Hasbro, yes. heart, has sat in my bedroom window since the time I was like 12 years old. Yes. I got to tell Brought the Hitman Hart to his face on Friday night that I have his action figure in my window. That's unbelievable. That's I'm so happy for you, Dave, that yeah. you got to do that. Not only that, Dave got to ring announce at a wrestling show. He got to ring announce... Brett, the hitman heart, yeah. to the ring. Then he got to tell him backstage about the Hasbro. Then they shook hands. That's Dave crazy. got his phone number. Dave's going over his house, <laughs> going up to Calgary next month. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He's got to hang out in the dungeon. It's happening. <laughs> Brett put him in the sharpshooter backstage, yeah. guys. Ooh, not, not quite that far, but no, I mean, um, yeah, no, it was a great, great show. So how was, how was Brett's reaction? What did he say when he, you told him that? He chuckled at a nice little smirk, but the best part about it, when he did the chuckle and smirk, he goes, I bet nobody's ever messed with your house. And I was like, you, you know that's right, Brett. <laughs> no one ever has. Like, he got a kick out of it and had a great one-liner to, to reply to it. But, uh, yeah, just a nice, nice yeah. guy. Um, happy to be there. Big turnout for the show. Really awesome. Um, now the fans were very happy, and it was cool. But, yeah, it was, a, it was like a, one of those bucket list things. When I got in the wrestling business, however long ago we got in, 15, 16, 17, who the hell knows, years ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, and I actually met Bret Hart for the first time at a book signing when I first got into Riley, like 2007. Okay. So I had just met Bret Hart for the very first time then. And, um, and like, so this was what, 16 years later, I'm meeting him again, but obviously, like, no memory of that. And it was just kind of one of those things where after I met him, I was like, all right, I was bucket list, would love to do a show with this guy, want him on a show. Never really happened, and then just as fate would have it, the universe calls, says, hey, here's your opportunity, take your shot, and I did, and I got it. That's, That's awesome. awesome. And he got to hear the story, which I, I am 100% sure no one has ever no. told Bret Hart no. that they stuck his Hasbro action figure in the window to protect <laughs> their home. He's never heard that <laughs> never. story before. No, no, no. But yeah, it was very cool, very cool. But now I guess we can get into the murder mystery. I did want to get that out there for our listeners to know that Bret Hart now knows that uh, he is action figure is protecting a home for the last 30 years. <laughs> 30 <laughs> All right, plus guys. Years. So uh, we're going to reconvene here. We need to move some things around so we can get around this board game. So we're going to get into it in a second, but let's, I guess, cut to an ad right here. A toy has been murdered. We're going to figure out who done it. Skeletor decorated up Castle Grayskull up real nice for this party. Skeletor also called one up. Got them to bring in some arcade machines, so he's got a whole arcade room set up for this party. In addition, he got in touch with his Scandinavian side and thought the Christensen family might be able to help him out by creating an entire room of Legos. The Lego Lair, Lego Lair, he called it on the invite. Skeletor then said, hey, Canon Film Group, you're my next phone call. Guess what? I got my own movie theater set here for the night, and we're only going to play the first 90 minutes of Masters of the Universe ready to go on repeat. So that's <laughs> all we got in the movie room tonight, boys. <laughs> a lot of Dolph Lundgren coming our way. <laughs> a lot of Dolph Lundgren. Lot of, I'm excited. A lot of him getting beat. Um, Franklin Sports is who we reached out to next. 
And uh, he talked about having a dedicated sports playroom. Skeletor's a low-key, huge tennis guy, in case you didn't know. I did not know. So he made sure they brought a table tennis game in and more for the Grayskull Gymnasium. Went outside, saw lots of room over by his drawbridge, and thought a bounce house would look pretty cool, along with some playground equipment installed. So we've got that. I want to live in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, some guests may be looking for more of a quiet evening, he thought. So Skeletor stocked up his library with all kinds of different books, including Troll the Times bestseller, The Last Sorcerer by Orko. Despite his personal interests, he did put that book in there. He also made sure to include his personal tome, Diabolical Ways to Master the Universe. <laughs> nice. Another thing people don't realize is that Skeletor is a massive card collector. He has an entire room dedicated to his prized possession card collection and a very specific John Macro Andre Agassi showcase, including a signed <laughs> racket he has next to his Havoc staff. <laughs> Gotta have those rookie cards, you know? What would a party be without a Candyland? Not just a board game, but Skeletor's old cavity-filled teeth are because of his massive candy addiction. Real sugar skulls line the walls here, and Hershey even hooked him up with a chocolate fountain for this shindig. Finally, Skeletor felt like it would be fun to showcase his more feminine side and his love for dolls. He has an entire dollhouse-themed room, folks. Within Castle Grayskull, he's got this thing filled with all types of dolls and houses, but mainly it was to impress Evelyn. He's got a tea set, an easy-bake oven in there as well. He's hoping old Evelyn makes her way over there for the party tonight. However, this party's going to be an all-timer. So we thought. Only problem was Skeletor was murder. Oh, no. He spent all this time setting this house up. (laughs) He's gladly opened up his heart to the world, let him know of his love of Agassiz and tennis and sugar skulls and dolls, and then he's murdered. And it's up to us to figure out who done it, boys, okay? So we've got some suspects here, Dave. We've got some suspects. Dave's giving us the... uh, the card here. There's six suspects, so we'll go back and forth. Uh, but the first suspect is Lion O. Lion O, baby. 1986 LJN action figure representing the Thundercats. He was skeptical to be here, guys, but he showed up with a sword of almonds in hand to see if maybe Skeletor could talk to Mumra as a favor. And the invite from Skeletor was a mutual thinking on Lion O's behalf. Thought maybe he could get He-Man off his back. So, Excuse me, Lion-O is here with the Sword of Omens. He is now a suspect. Did he murder Skeletor, guys? Possibly. Very possible. And you wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put it past Lion-O. Maybe Not the sure. Talk, maybe the talk about Mumra. They were like, hey, and Skeletor may be a big, big fan of Mumra. Maybe <laughs> friends with Mumra. And... You never know. But who else we got as a suspect, Joe? Oh, look, you can't trust anyone from Jem, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We got Jerrica from Jem, 1985 Hasbro. And what is a more deadlier weapon than a microphone? (laughs) Mean Gene Okerlund over here. You know? (laughs) He knows. I'm keeping my eye on anyone from Jem. You know, booked booked for the entertainment for the evening. Thought, hey, Jem and the holograms, what a show. Skeletor reaching out. You know, he's got his Mattel connections, reaching out to those Hasbro connections and getting Gem and the Holograms. What bigger live act could you have had in 1985? And what bigger suspect could you get? These she Gem looks dolls, guilty. They're huge. They're towering over some yeah. of these action figure suspects. One that they're towering over is this very diminutive three and three quarter action figure made by Glasslight in 1993. South American exclusive. Who knew this figure existed, guys? It's MacGyver. They're MacGyver's here, and he's a suspect. He's He arrived early. He calmed the place, made sure there were no bombs present, made sure none of the electronics would cause problems. Mm-hmm. Little did he know a murder would be committed mm-hmm. in this building here today. 
But Skeletor has mad respect for MacGyver and hopes to one day build a bomb that he cannot disarm. That's his goal in life. Good luck. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if it's possible, but MacGyver looks super sus. Look, if anyone could do something and not get noticed, it's MacGyver. Yeah. I mean, right? he, he, could, he could wire anything up in these rooms. But he also, that's a man with some impressive hands. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I forgot his weapon. <laughs> I, it's easy to forget because he doesn't have one. No. His, his weapon is his bare hands. He That's all could, he needs. He could have possibly strangled Skeletor with his very tiny South American exclusive <laughs> hands. <laughs> what oh. else has Glasslight ever made? A little side by. I had never heard of it. Glasslight, they, they've done Star Wars back in the okay. day. Oh, it's, it's probably like a. It's a South American yeah. company that gets the... Yeah. Yeah, they got their own factory. Yeah. yeah. I'll post a photo of this figure, guys. No one's ever seen this before. No, it, no. It doesn't look anything like MacGyver. It's just a little dude in a red coat. <laughs> well, look. If anyone's walking around this mansion with more things up his sleeve, it's Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is 1992 Tiger Toys mm-hmm. Inspector Gadget. And out of all the things... I'm pretty sure he's got a bladed helicopter in his hat, right? Sure. But he's walking around with this leashed rubber duck, <laughs> trying not to get noticed, is what I think. Wow. I mean, that rubber duck, that leash on that thing could definitely choke somebody out. It's possible. Yes. And I mean, who knows if it's even rubber? It's advertised rubber, but it's Inspector Gadget. He could have rigged that thing up, and we could have a blunt force trauma situation on our hands. Oh, what if it's a weighted thing. duck? Like a yeah. mace. Yes. Yeah. I mean, speaking of blunt force trauma on something at the end of your hand that you're swinging, Mm -hmm. (laughs) look who I've got. Captain Hook's here, guys. Oh, man. He's from 1991 Mattel. We know these action figures, right? Very well. And I don't really think I need to tell you what Hook's weapon is. It's clearly the hook on the end of his hand. Not only that, in his other hand, he's sporting a pistol. So he's here. Hook's here. He arrives straight off the Jolly Roger, one of Skeletor's longest and only friends, mind you. These two guys, he wanted to come early to the celebration. He's a master storyteller from his days on the seas, and he's befriended lots of skeleton men like Skeletor. So it makes sense, pirates and skeletons, why he'd be here. But could he have possibly turned his back on his longtime friend? Look, you can't trust a pirate. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> You're right. I mean, who knows? Skelter might have wanted some of his gold. At the end of the day, he is a pirate. <clears throat> Untrustworthy. All right, we got one more Look, suspect there's, here. There's one more dude walking around here, and he's super sus. <laughs> okay. I don't even know who he, he came sus. from. Why are we saying sus? <laughs> it's what the kids say nowadays. <laughs> As a guy without children, I guess that's why I'm like, what are we doing here? Dude. He's mad sus. He's super <laughs> sus, as my 11-year-old daughter would say. <laughs> sus to the bone. And one of the reasons, I think, and of course we're talking about Sagittar. Right. Yep, we all know 1991 him. Mattel, Masters of the Universe. But the thing about Sagittar is he's got four hands. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not only could you, he could hold you down, he could choke you at the same time. He with could. ease. Yeah, he's kind of like Goro. Maybe the inspiration for right. Goro with all and, those arms. And his weapon, which... I mean, I don't even think he needs is a laser sword. I mean, he's he's intimidating on his own. Let alone with the laser sword. In his with hand. the laser sword. Wow. Yeah. Why did he bring that laser sword? I mean, is it just to because def- he can't trust Skeletor, Skeletor? I mean, Sagittar was what new adventures of He Man. New adventures. Different different realm. A different Skeletor multiverse, as the kids say these yes. days. Oh, yeah. Where he battled a different Skeletor, so he's coming here to try to meet you. But Sagittar is one of those guys, like a lot of those uh, new. People in New Adventures of He-Man, where they flip flopped. Sure, yeah, absolutely. All back and the forth. line between friend and foe is just razor mm-hmm. thin. I mean, like the thing with him is he was a, he was a galloping beast from the planet of Palomar, served as a slave in the 
Denebrian Mines. Yes. So he wants to be freed, and Skeletor is guaranteeing his freedom, but is Skeletor really just a manipulator and Sagittar saw... Uh, every one of these colors. suspects have a motive. They're we, we, all we, sus. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're going to get this game going here in a minute, guys. Once again, the rooms. We've got an arcade room, a Lego lair, a movie theater, a gymnasium, a playground, a library, a card collection hall, Candyland, and then a dollhouse room. So, All right, let's do it. going to set this up. So we've got the cards here for all of them. I mean, I think I don't even know how we distribute... We put the first card in the envelope. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we all know how Clue's played, right? You got to put for the one, most part. You got to put one suspect. You got to put one room, and you got to put one weapon in here, right? Yes. Joe, you pick. I don't stick them in the uh, in the envelope. All right. There we go. There's our room. There's our room. Now we need our suspect and our weapon. This is wild. This I'm gonna is... market this game and sell it. I think we should market this game. <laughs> I'll pick one. You pick one. Oops. I grabbed two, but I'll take that one. All right. Last one. The weapon weapon of choice. The weapon, and then here we go. Mean Gene put down the microphone for a moment. He had to. Just to distribute these cards. Yes. All right, right, Joe, pick that last one. This is the weapon, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. The last one. All right. They're in the envelope. The envelope is in the center of the board next to Skeletor's decaying body. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. I think we all are going to get Okay. okay. Passing out these cards. We have two extra, which we won't know who they are. I guess we're just going to roll the dial. We'll just roll first since we got it here. I'm going to move four spaces. I'm the red guy. All right. Let's keep this thing going. We're just going to guess a lot. So in Clue, typically, when you guess, you're just throwing throwing something out there and hoping that uh, you know we can figure out you know, the person next to you reveals their card or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to try to speed this along. Oh, Dave's made it into Skeletor's Oh, that's the one house I don't want to go into. I do got to look at your, you can look at your own cards to see what you have. Oh, yeah, we should be checking them off. Should we tell people what's in our hand or no? Yeah, I think. No, because then we would all know. No? Okay. I mean, like, we would all know. Like, we would all, (laughs) the game would be over in two minutes. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, So I'm going to guess, since I'm in the dollhouse, that it was Lion-O. With the Sword of Omens in the dollhouse room. Okay, now when you guess this, if we have one of those cards in our hands, we say you're inaccurate because we know you're inaccurate. We, we all know we can check them off our list. I guess you can just say like... Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. So uh, it clear it was not the Sword of Omens because I'm in possession of, of the Sword of Omens. Dave. Okay, so it's not the Sword of Omens. What was your other guesses? That's, that we can just go with one at a time if you've got one to shut it down. So then you... Then Joe can go. He'll be the player to the so left. So if I got one to shut it down, I say it. Uh, Yeah. We'll just do it that way. We'll speed okay. this up. So it can't be the dollhouse. Can't be the dollhouse. It was not Lionel. Or I'm sorry. It was not the Sword of Omens in the dollhouse. Uh, we ended up redistributing the other cards just to speed this up and make it easier for you um, listeners. So this is definitely not Lionel as well. So not Lionel, not the Sword of Omens, not the Dollhouse Room. Joe, your turn. No, my turn trying to skip me. Come on. I thought Joe was going after me. Okay, well, All right, we're going six, to the left. One, two. I'm going in the movie theater. Okay. And, man, it lo- looks like we're oh. on we're on minute 32 of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, is there any playing, popcorn in this here? This has been playing on repeat. <laughs> All right. Uh, so based on the cards in my hand, I'm going to guess that it's MacGyver with 
his bare hands in the card collection room. What are we thinking, boys? Did I just get it in my first try? It is not MacGyver in the bare hands. Oh. And it's not the card collection oh, room. Oh, man, I was 0 for 3. Yikes. And I feel like Inspector Gadget right now. I went into the room that I didn't want to go into. Is there a doorway? Oh, yeah, there, there is. There is a doorway right there, I yeah. See it. Dave, you designed this board, my man. I know. <laughs> All right, let me look at my cards here. That's why I was like, I couldn't tell. I'm going to guess that it's Captain Hook with his hook pistol inside the gymnasium. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not Captain Hook. He's, it's not Hook. Dang, can, he I is say, a trustworthy pirate. <laughs> I can say that much. It is not the Grayskull Gymnasium. Oh, it's not the gym. Okay. I'm, I'm getting close to having an idea of the room for sure. But the uh, there. the who is, man, I'm not sure. All right, Dave, you move too. You're leaving the dollhouse. I'm in the movie theater, and I'm I'm trying to make it into the Lego lair is my goal. Let's see. Oh, I'm doing it. One, two, three, four. I'm in the Lego lair. You're in the Lego lair from the movie theater. You also could have shot over to uh, the playground. And I think there. I just remembered a rule and clue. When you're in, can't you only guess the room that you're in? Isn't is that, that a rule? That's, the that's point supposed of clue. to be it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But that's fine. I kind of want to know. Go one player at a time. I mean, we're doing this for a podcast. It's. But that's fine because I want to. Want uh, I want to ask for the Lego lair, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Sagittar with the least rubber ducky in the Lego lair. Well, I can inform you, it is not the rubber ducky. Oh, the ducky did not commit the crime. And it is not Sagittar. Oh, but. But it could be the it Lego could be layer. The Lego In layer. theory, it could be, but one of you two could be holding we two of be. my cards, yes, throwing true. me off. So. This is true. But Lego sure, Lair is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Lego Lair is very possible. So I can shoot out any of these doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's in the playground, boys. We're in the playground. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that it is Inspector Gadget. Oh, wait, do we already do Inspector Gadget? I Did know. I miss I a check? I don't have your card. Okay. I don't know. Inspector Gadget mm-hmm. with the microphone in the playground. It is not the microphone. Ooh. Okay. Microphone's off the it's list. It's also not in the playground. It's not in the playground. This murder was not committed inside of a bounce house. That's I can, good. I can tell you that much. I'm just going to move on in here into Candyland, which we haven't talked about. These little sugar skulls, yeah. uh, little treats here. Um, so I'm going to guess okay. that it is Jerrica, or Gem, the Gem and the Hologram. Sus. <laughs> um, with the hook and pistol. Well, I'm going to say with the pistol. I'm going to say she shot Skeletor. I'm going to say she shot him in the Lego lair. I can tell you that Jerrica is innocent. Oh, Jerrica's innocent. Don't you dare. Well, we know who did it now. Um, we do. I think I've discovered the murderer. Oh. It's, uh, I, can, I can tell you, Dave, that it didn't happen in Candyland. It didn't happen. Well, I didn't say Candyland. Oh, you're in Candyland. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, said, I said the Lego lair. Oh. But you're in Candyland, so it's yeah. not Candyland? It's not Candyland. And it... I just gave you a tip, Joe. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but Keith, you're up, and you might be able to move. I'm a... Uh... You only got one X, so you got two X out of Lego Lair. The only thing that I think I need to know is the uh, is the where. I, I think I can know the murderer, and I know the tool, the weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. I just need to, I need to guess the correct room. There's two choices, yeah? 
too somehow, too somehow viable. I, somehow on mine I have three, but I I started yeah, I, mean, I started this game not knowing what the hell I was shrugs. doing. Um, we, yeah, we, we're fine. All right, I, I, let's just roll. Let's when when you want to guess, do you just guess or do you got to be got to be in a room? You got to be in the correct room. You don't have to be in the correct room. You just I just got to be, be in a room. room. Right. For this version of the game, we are. I mean, this is oh, time lapse not, toy cast. I'm not getting in a room. All right, I'm in the middle, man. I'm getting close though, but I got to hide my cart. We're getting real close. How do you to like the attention to detail I put with a Miroslav Shatan card? I feel like if Skeletor Lightaki, that'd be his favorite player. <laughs> I, I love. I knew Bo Jackson was going to make it the cut somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put Bo Jackson. Agassi uh, McEnroe. Oh, one. One. Oh, we're all in hallways. You're all up. right. This is my chance, guys. Solve, I might solve this oh, murder. Back in the movie theater. All right. I'm. Uh, you gonna take the secret passage to the playground? Uh, no, this is the scene in Master of the Universe I really like, so I'm going to stay <laughs> here. And I'm going to include, when you go for the big guess, you get to look in the envelope, and if you're wrong, you're like out of the game. I think so. Because you know oh, really? what I have the okay. rules, but I don't, I'm not going to read I don't know. I've yeah, only played Clue one time in my life, so. Yeah, because you say it and you look, and if you're right, you're right, and if you're wrong, you don't say. They kick you out of the house? Yep. You yeah, leave. you're kicked out. You're. I mean, we're like, look, I think like we're like three. Three detectives. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the the police showed up. All right. I got a dead body. It's Skeletor. I'm shooting my shot. Like, the only guys, the only guys that can solve this murder is the Time Blaster toy cast. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what we're here to solve. We're the Me. super sleuths. My Robert Stack looking ass is about to. <laughs> you got it, Stack. Come on. <laughs> so what, did you, what are you guessing before you crack that boy Tell over? us Skeletor's killer. Like an ice cold nickel. I believe I've solved the crime. Mm. The murder was committed by Inspector Gadget. Mm -hmm. His weapon of choice was the hook slash pistol. And this crime was committed in the Lego lair. I'm looking at my cards. And I have solved the yes! crime! Yes. Inspector Gadget. How could you, Gadget? That nefarious Inspector Gadget in his neon yellow trench coat. Man, that, man I wish I could have found. I'm wearing this brown one like Robert Stack. Used the hook slash pistol, and he shot Skeletor in the back. Skeletor is uh. laying face down. That had to hurt if he wasn't dead in a pile of Legos in the Lego lair. I can't believe Gadget did this. <laughs> Inspector Gadget, who in a who would have guessed? I I was me. I thought it was MacGyver all the all the way. I mean. Yeah, he was definitely sus. But <laughs> yeah. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. I mean, hey, Inspector Gadget committed the crime. and he He's did, doing the time. And he did it just looking super fly in this. He does. And, and, he had, and look at him. Now he's just he's wheeling his rubber ducky out the back door, guys. Tackle him. Get him. We need to call the police and inform them that Inspector Gadget is the murderer. The police won't even believe us. No. <laughs> I mean, what do you think Gadget's motive, though, was? What happened? Between like, Skeletor, where, where did that relationship Gadget. go sour? Yeah, I think Inspector Gadget was probably hired by someone else. Do to, you think to commit this? He was a hitman in the scenario. Now Gadget is like half Gadget, right? That's true. What if he was reprogrammed? Ooh, maybe. as a killer. Maybe Inspector Gadget's uh, robot part of his body. You know what I think happened? Related to Roboto. I think that lousy Jerica grabbed a wow. microchip. <laughs> And reprogrammed gadget, I, I <laughs> and this have, is all on her. <laughs> I, have, I have found a note from Skeletor. Okay. Oh, so Skeletor said that he invited 
Inspector Gadget in hopes to gain a little bit of knowledge in the gadget department. Okay. Because he wanted to flat out steal his gadgets for evil doings. Oh, oh, no. And Gadget caught wind, huh? And on self-defense, he f- the only thing, I mean, Captain Hook must have been playing in the Lego lair and left <laughs> the pistol behind. Wow. And Gadget got a hold of it. and But to shoot Skeletor in the back? Of all the... Of all the weaponry at hand, yeah. Inspector Gadget, this man's invented so many things to just pick up a pistol, just a gun, and shoot Skeletor in the back. I never oh, saw it coming. I mean, Skeletor, though, who knows? He could have had the Havoc staff. That's been true. Trying to, I, I, I believe it was self-defense. I know. Inspector it's just I, Inspector Gadget's uh, lawyer is going to have a lot of explaining to do. Because I mean, yeah. self-defense... Uh, with a shot to the back, that's going to be tough. But, yeah, maybe he swung the staff, turned around, got it in the back. That department might put him on, like, pay leave for a little while, you know? <laughs> to take a little vacation gadget. All in all, hey, that but, was that was wild. Wild game of Clue. Yeah. Dr. Claw? Was that his name? The yeah, Dr. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Yeah. He, he better be on alert because <laughs> he got to stop messing with Gadget because now we know Gadget has it in him. To pull that trigger. To pull the trigger. <laughs> Like, he might want to ease back a little bit. Yeah, you and that cat might want to go on a vacation he's, yourself. He's going to you know? be a changed man. You'll never look at a Spectre Gadget the same way again. Right. But hey, all in all, what a game. What a murder mystery. We took you guys on a ride. Who would have ever guessed Inspector Gadget was the culprit? But hey, the spooky season is continuing week by week. Next week, we've got another podcast on the docket, and we will talk about it in just a sec. All right, guys, we're back next week. The Bodacious Bracket Tournament returns. TBT, BBT for short, and we're doing Halloween movies with a twist, right? Because it's a time blaster toy cast, so yeah. we're not talking spooky movies. No Michael Myers on this pod? No, sorry. No, no, Chuck, no Chucky. No horror. This is like family-friendly and movies from yeah. the 80s and 90s, and maybe a few of them aren't technically Halloween, but they're movies you watch in October, no doubt, right? Yes. So we're putting them in a bracket. We're going to mix up eight VHS tapes. We're going to pull them out, and we're going to see what movie reigns supreme next week. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. It's the time blast of the Toy Cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hat, so get your notepad, we talking about collectibles, Collectible. to the seal, know the value is exceptional, uh, as it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, Playsets, yeah. Transformer, G.I. Yeah. Joe with Destro, yeah. like Bryce with the glow, power from Nintendo. Nintendo, so many toys you will never know, never know. welcome to ToyCast, here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.